Hello, and welcome to the NatureWise podcast. We're talking about ancient wisdom, natural intelligence, and the regenerative revolution with inspiring guests, tips, tools, and stories that reconnect you to nature's wisdom and your inner wisdom. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Let's get started. Today, we're getting some inspiration from Dr. Tom Pinkson on how to live love now. Thank you all for sticking with us. Again, welcome to Shamanic Sundays. I'm Kimberly Pinkson here with um, my dad, Dr. Tom Pinkson, a pioneer in the space of bridging indigenous wisdom from his his mentors and teachers that that I was fortunate to meet many. And, um, and we're bringing Shamanic Sundays here to you to bring through some of the inspiration that Tom has to share with us, some of the teachings. I certainly appreciate it. And um, my sister and our whole family depend on it so much. And so we wanted to share it with you on Sunday mornings too. So Poppy, um, you are in, where are you right now? I'm in Waikiki with uh, Andrea. We got a free place uh, for a week's stay in Waikiki. So we came over for a little getaway and I'm out on the beach here and there's Mother Ocean behind me and gentlemen are just setting up these chairs where I'm not supposed to be. So we'll see if I get kicked off. <laughs> All right. Do you want to, um, you mentioned feeling the energy of the ocean and maybe a welcome song around that. Would you want to share ocean that with us? Ocean mother, ocean mother, thank you, thank you. Ocean mother, ocean mother, thank you for your life. thank you. All the swimming people salute and protection. Thank you for your medicine, the teachings, and your beauty in your town. Come alone, spirit, ocean, and Hawaii. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I've been thinking a lot this last week about the power of setting intention before a day starts, as a day starts, as a week starts. And certainly we, we do that before we go out on vision quest, before we go into ceremony. So could you talk a little bit about the power of setting, uh, the power of setting intention specifically around preparing to go into, you know, shamanic journeying? Well, I think the power of attention applies to um, anything in life because you're starting your day every day. You, know, you wake up alive. There's software conditioned into your, your unconscious from your cultural upbringing. So that sets an unconscious intention. And that intention from our culture that's materialistically based and, and doesn't really care about who you are, but the culture just wants to use you in service of what's called the machine, a capitalist machine to keep that economy running. So that, that intention is in our unconscious. We don't have to push the play button when we get up. It, it plays automatically. And most of us uh, brought up in our culture learned how to be fault finders and judging ourselves that we're not good enough and negative thought forms of limitations. And that just starts running automatically. So real question is, if, if you don't want to experience suffering that you're contributing to, then you need to pull the plug on that unconscious condition and co-create with the new breath that comes in a, a, a conscious, what you might call a conscious uh, dream, co-creating a spirit. And you can 
to set an intention for what you want to experience. Do I want to experience the suffering? Then just let the, the unco- unconscious condition software run. Because it's going to run. We don't have to worry about that. It's in there. It's really deep in there. But if you hold an intention that you, you've had enough uh, suffering in your life, and to whatever degree you can not contribute to suffering, then you can set the intention to open your consciousness to spirit's presence or the love's presence. And everything starts with intention. Everything starts with an intention. So we have the opportunity when we're conscious in the moment, when we're paying attention and mindful in the moment, so we can see the breath coming in. We can feel the breath coming in, just like the waves behind me. You see the waves coming in. So the way the breath comes in, and we can use it because it's life force power. Here they call that mana, key, chi, power coming in of life to set the intention to open my consciousness to spirit's presence, to love's presence, to peace, to experiencing inner peace, to experiencing joy, to experiencing access to creativity and wisdom and power to be able to create responses to the challenges that come today. That, that open the doorway to bring through fullest blossoming greatest good. So without setting a conscious intention, you're giving the power to the unconsciously conditioned software intentions that are already in you. And most of that programming is going to create suffering. If you've had enough of it, pull the plug on it, set a conscious intention for what you want to experience in this moment of being alive, what you want to experience for this day. And then you're, you're planting a seed, you might say, in the garden of your subconscious as you focus on that uh, affirmation of what you want to experience everything starts with intention oh oh thank you when we go into shamanic ceremony oftentimes we we share intention with others in the circle and i think that that oftentimes there's like some accountability in that right like when you vo- you vocalize it you put it out there so i also just want to encourage folks you know if it feels right to you to to reach out to someone that you trust that you can share your intention with whether it's for the day or for the week or for the month for the year yeah i just think that oh, there's, there's power in that too yeah and it takes vulnerability right to share your intention and there's there's so much research now about the the power of vulnerability and that may seem contradictory but really by by you showing up with an open heart and sharing what's up for you your fears insecurities you know whatever it is you're working with that opens up the opportunity for other people to to acknowledge their stuff and then together you can open up to to be even more fully your beautiful self right yeah so what's like let's do what you're talking about what's what's your intention I invite you to share your intention. What's my intention for today? Yeah. Okay. What's my intention? Well, for one, with Nicole to figure out the technology, <laughs> get that working clear. What is my intention? I think just to keep remembering my own inner strength and to let that come through, you know, as as in whatever ways I need it to, and to remember my own gifts and wisdom and ability to be of positive impact and not let insecurity stop me from from stepping into that maybe so oh, oh thank, you. thank you thank you thank yeah. you well, i have many many intentions that i start every every day with even as soon as i wake up so i've already said those intentions so let me just drop in and see which intention comes through right now 
And to those of you joining us live, you can share share yours in the chat too if you want to. We, yeah, we, great idea. Yeah, so sitting yeah. again, sitting by Mother Ocean here with the waves behind me. One of my uh, intention settings is, goes like this: just dropping into it. I skillfully set my sails with intention, with receptivity, with humility, with fluidity, and flexibility and gratitude to catch the winds and waves of God's grace, successfully making sacred marriage, but all across my path today, April 16th, 2023, opening the Nayarika, opening the doorway to bring through fullest blossom, greatest good, walking the good red heart path road to completion with joy, grace, and gratitude. Open myself to your presence, offer myself to you, great spirit, to be used as a channel for your healing life and love that all across my path today. Prayers for peace and healing in the world for all people. Oh. May it be so. May it be so. Thank you. Yeah, it strikes me as I, I, my eyes keep getting distracted by people walking behind you on the beach. It's kind of funny, like, <laughs> but it also just reminds me as we're sitting here talking about intention, how easily it is to get distracted, right? And to let the external stimuli tell you that whatever you're intending is wrong or you're stupid or you're weak or you're, you know, overshooting or whatever it is that, that right? Can I, can I interrupt you for a second? Speaking about interruptions. Yeah. For all of you listening to this, when Kimberly was a, was a baby and just starting to crawl, I would do my, I, I'd go off and do my yoga in her bedroom to get privacy and, and solitude to do my yoga. And then uh, it struck me that it would be a good idea to do my yoga in the living room where, where all the distractions were so I could strengthen my ability to stay focused while there's distractions. So I remember one time doing a headstand. I would love to do headstands, and I'd just get into that yoga posture and just stay there for a long time. And Kimberly would crawl over to me while I was doing a headstand and start tweaking, licking my nose or pulling my ears or something like that. And it took me a lot of, it was really a great exercise to stay focused and not fall out of my headstand while you were providing all these distractions. So thank you for your help. You're welcome. And now I know karmically why years later when Nicole and I and Pia were putting on dance shows in the living room <laughs> and you would throw stuff at us. Oh, wait a minute. Let's piece clear of paper. stuff. We'll little spitballs, not, yeah. not anything that would hurt you. Not nothing <laughs> that would hurt us. Maybe a piece of rotten fruit here or there. <laughs> nothing that would be too bad. But your, your rationale was you were helping to strengthen our ability to stay focused in the midst of chaos and horrible audience members. So now I know why you were just, it was karmic. You were just getting even with me for chewing on you while you were doing your yoga. <laughs> Anyways, bringing it back to our, our community here. So just, just remembering as you're setting intention, there's always gonna be distractions, whether it's the little voice of insecurity, um, or something, you know, bigger happening in, in the universe and the world, right? With our 24-7 news cycle, there's so much to, you know, to be upset about or sad about or fearful about or feel like, you know, there's just a lot of darkness out there. So I wonder if we could talk for a little bit about, you know, I think one of the things that scares me about some of the new folks doing leading shamanic journeys is that there's a lot of like 
I don't know, for lack of a better word, like pop-up shamans nowadays, people that, you know, do a six-week course or they, you know, go to a couple of ceremonies and then they, they you know, get the epiphany that they too should be a shaman and now they're they're hosting and organizing plant medicine journeys. And, and that really scares me because I think without the right guide and without the right training, which doesn't happen over months, it happens over years and years and years and years, you know, you've been doing this for 55 plus years, studying and then leading, studying with your indigenous mentors and then leading ceremony. And I, you know, it's fine if everything's going smooth, you know, to be leading without a lot of experience. But if you haven't been, and then, you know, the dark energy shows up and, and it often does in life. And, and so it does in ceremony too. So could you talk a little bit about how you deal with dark energy during a ceremony? And then how we might be able to take those tools to apply them to dealing with dark energy in our lives, in day-to-day life. It's good to get up in the morning and uh, experience dawn when Father Son comes up. Because every morning, it gives us a reminder about the power to light to cut through darkness. Or if you go into a dark room or a closet and it's totally dark and you light a candle, that power of light cuts through the darkness. The power of light always cuts through darkness. And so what's the source, the ultimate source of light? Well, in the physical plane, it's, it's Father's Son. And what's the source of Father's Son's energy? Our previous solar explosions, hopscotching all the way back to the beginning that created Big Bang of the universe. So the source of the light is, is, is the great spirit, is the great mystery. And to be able to connect with through your practices with opening your awareness to great spirit's presence you don't have to pray for great spirit's presence you don't have to pray for the sun to come up the universe works it's been working for a long time our 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 task in being alive and challenging opportunities learning how to how the universe works and therefore how to harmonize with it so one of the ways to harmonize with it is to connect with that light when it first comes up in the morning fill yourself up with it Give thanks for the, for the gift of life, the gift of illuminations. And every day, it reminds us with that power to cut through the light of our true nature. Illumination, the essence of our being, sacred, worthy, luminous beings of love that is forgiven. And the challenges that come, one of my favorite sayings is what gets in the way is the way. So when the distractions come, instead of judging them as bad or wrong, whatever they might be, internal distractions or from the world, what's going on, it's not happening by accident. So the issue is, to me anyway, the dynamic is how can I create a response to the truth of what's happening inside of me, internally, what's happening in the field that I'm around, that, that gives me opportunity to do my work to open the, open the doorway to bring through what's always there in potential, fullest blossoming greatest good for peace, for healing, for transformation, for beauty, for courage, for inner peace. So connecting with that light, when I, when I, that's the way I start the day, it's connecting with that light and, and filling my tanks up with it, charging my batteries, which, which uh, strengthens my faith, my, my, my faith and trust in Spirit's presence. And I go around and do my prayers through the directions. Power of the South, faith, surrendering with faith and trust, great spirit's presence through the power of faith and trust and innocence. So working the, for, the directions of the, of the medicine wheel is part of my morning prayers and connecting with that light. When I need to call on that light to, to cut through darkness, 
I've got easy access to it because I started the day with it. And I call in my angels of protection and I open myself up as a channel for that healing light love, which is the essence of all of us. Nothing special about me. It's the essence of all of us. But connecting with that truth and reminding myself, wake up, rise up, and live love now, be a channel for that healing light and love to the person, the situation, into the world, where it needs to go. That helps me experience it with peace because I'm focusing on something I'm, I'm in control of, whether I open my heart or not and send out the healing light and love. So when I do that, I'm feeling an inner I'm feeling peaceful. And so the energy coming out of me is peaceful. And it's that light that cuts through darkness and creates a circle of protection for the work, the place, and the situation. But it all starts with, again, intention. What do I want to experience? Do I want to be at the mercy of the, quote, distractions? Or do I want to be, uh, instead of a victim to it, uh, do I want to be a co-creator with spirit, responding to those challenges, whatever they might be, in a way that, uses them to do the growth work I need to do to, to open up the pipes and be a clear channel for spirits, healing light and love through me. So that's what you're asking. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. I think what, what, what's hard for me and, and so I'm guessing others too, sometimes is you may, you may start out the day. I want to say on the right foot, <laughs> right? You, you, you wake up, you set your intention, you greet the sun, you give thanks I admit that when I'm in ceremony or um, out on quest, it's like, it's no problem doing, you know, the prayers to all the seven directions, right? And I love singing the Chumash welcome song. Like that keeps me going on days sometimes where I feel like not otherwise going to be able to keep going. So I'm super, so, so, so grateful to have learned that at such a young age. And there's a lot of days where I'm like, oh, I just am in a hurry. I don't have time to do all seven. I don't can't fit sing the full song to every direction, right? Or maybe I even have done that, and then something catches me on my way, and um, the darkness comes in, right? And so I think if you could just again that that skill you have that I've seen you bring through in dealing with dark energy and ceremony just a little bit more of tools that we can use in the week ahead for when we feel like we've we've started the day right and then something happens right and that dark energy comes in or we bump into it as we're walking down the street or in the news or whatever it is maybe you could take us through a little visualization practice so we can strengthen our muscle of dealing with the dark energy and staying in alignment with our intention well i think a preface to doing a uh visualization is to speak to the fact that you can't have the light without the darkness. Living in, in consciousness of duality uh, on the material plane, uh, it's, it's impossible to have, have the light without the darkness. It comes with the territory. So just to understand that, and so when you experience darkness on an internal level, psychological, emotional, spiritual level, um, it's, it's part of the territory and it's part of being a human being. So not to judge yourself or as bad or I blew it or I'm not good enough or I just can't do this right or it doesn't work. Or just to accept, right, okay, so here's, here I'm experiencing this form of manifest, manifestation of, of uh, darkness. The key question is not whether, or the key dynamic is not whether you're, you're experiencing it or not, but how do you create a relationship with it? You yeah. create an antagonistic enemy relationship with it. How can I? How can I connect with that natural expression of darkness that's part of this reality in this middle world in a way that 
helps me, and then it comes back to intention. Helps me what? Helps me what? Helps me get back in touch with inner peace. Helps me open my awareness to spirit's presence. Helps me uh, by asking myself the question, how can I, how can I create a response to what I'm experiencing that grows me in the directions I want to grow? What direction is that? So let's drop inside. Let's just take a moment. Breathe in and breathe out. Bring our awareness down inside. With our eyes closed, there is no separation. And just experiencing no separation itself can be a visual reminder, you might say, on the inner plane. Like Lane Deer said, we have to learn how to see with our eyes closed of the interconnectivity that on the deepest level of our being, there is no separation. There's only infinite oneness. But just take a moment to be with experience of no separation, no duality, of just a field, infinite field of oneness. And the deepest essence of that field is the peace that passes understanding, deep inner peace that's always at the center of our being. And so when we naturally get triggered in the course of the day by whatever the stimulus is that, that, that triggers our reactivity, instead of judging ourselves or doing a freeze frame and identifying who I am as that negative feeling, dark experience that I'm having, depressed or angry or bitter or self-pity or whatever, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a passing cloud. I'm experiencing it. It's not who I am. It's not who I am. House. And so I breathe in peace, breathe in love, breathe in gratitude for being alive and being able to make a conscious decision about how to respond to what I'm experiencing right now. Soften heart, soften belly, breathe out and release. And the billions of years of evolutionary wisdom that's in our bodies, the system is set up to release with every outbreath energy that's no longer needed. So I breathe into that energy of fear, depression, or anxiety, or negativity. I breathe right into it. I breathe the light of a new breath into it. Feel it. And then I breathe it out and let go. And release. Letting go of what's no longer needed. It serves my health, my inner peace, my well-being, my joy. And for each out-breath of releasing old energy that's no longer needed, there's a little more spaciousness. There's a little more room inside, you might say, for the next breath that comes in. So again, intention. What do I want to experience in this sacred moment of being alive right now, every time I have? I choose to experience inner peace. I breathe in peace. I breathe in joy. I breathe in strength. I breathe in confidence. Or whatever quality of consciousness you be in, you want to experience in this moment of being alive, breathe it in. Say to yourself, out loud, say to yourself, I breathe in peace. I breathe in love. I breathe in health. I breathe in strength. I breathe in joy, or whatever quality it is you want to bring. And, and empower with the focus of your mind, your intention, your consciousness, that we put our energy into it gets stronger. And then the gift of the outbreath. Thank you for the design of my body that I can release with every breath leaving. What doesn't serve that quality of consciousness want to have grow and be stronger. And so when we notice some of the gift of our awareness that we're triggered in the reactivity, remember that phrase, what gets in the way 
as ego defines, gets in the way of its intentions. What gets in the way is the way. It's not happening by accident or reactivity, but it's giving us opportunity to see where we're stuck in ego identity, where we're stuck in, in, the, in the reactive mind, just noticing it, without judgment and letting go. Gets in the way is the way. It's a vehicle of opportunity to wake up, wake up in consciousness, to wise up. Remember, we're not our reactivity. And not the thoughts or feelings or sensations that we're sacred, worthy, luminous beings. Wake up, wise up. We are love. We're love. And love is forgiving. This moment of being alive is the only opportunity I have to honor that potential and spirit gives me to be a channel for its healing light and love. And when I wake up and wise up, then I can live love now. But thank you, great spirit, for giving us the gift of this breath bringing us together through, through the technology that Kimberly and Nicole worked so hard to master. Thank you so much. Thank you to the relatives listening now and will be listening on this, on this Sunday. May you all have a peaceful, healthy, and blessed day. And remember, you are love. And you are love. Love is forgiven. Oh, open your eyes, come back into being here now, and have a blessed day. Oh. Thank you. Grace grows, gratitude flows. You want more grace in your life? More gratitude. Right. Thank you, Poppy. That was that was beautiful. Love that. Thank you. Good way to start the week. And it's interesting. Nicole and I um, and Justin were talking the other day about you know regenerative leadership and the regenerative revolution. And for those of you not familiar with that, it's it's basically just reconnecting to our nature wise. When we are nature wise, when we are wise and in, in alignment with nature, and everything we do is is not just like sustaining, but it's creating life. It's it's being within that that cycle and regenerating. So thank you for for helping us to do that this week. Mucho gusto, my pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. So just a couple of reminders that what I heard from you this week, we talked about the power of setting intention and, and doing so maybe for the week ahead and for every day, even maybe before you go into a meeting or, you know, something that you know might challenge you, like set your intention of how you how you want to go through that, about how you're going to meet distractions, remembering that what gets in the way is the way, right? Because we always have the opportunity to um, look at how we're going to respond when we're dealing with dark energy, whether in ceremony or in, in life, remembering the duality of light and dark and both have to exist for, for, for the other. And so it's not a question of, of ignoring or not meeting the darkness, but how we're going to create relationship with that so that we can as you would say, polish up our stardust and shine, 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 right? <laughs> Good summary. Good recap. Okay. Yeah. I guess you were paying attention. How about that? So, you know, sometimes, not always, but sometimes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, anything else you want to want to share with folks this morning? Well, the, being over here in Hawaii, aloha is a way of saying hello and goodbye. And, and, and it's, it's the energy of love. So I just want to send out aloha to everybody listening here and empowering your ability to be in loving relationship with yourself. Be kind to yourself, be tender to yourself, and, 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 and celebrate the, the sacredness of your, your divinity. You are a divine being. 
you have seeds of divinity in you. And the way, one of the ways you polish up the stardust that we have, our bodies are made of and fueled by is by being loving and kind to ourselves. And then we can be more loving and kind to other people, including the distractions. So I'm sending you aloha. Thank aloha. you. Aloha back to you. When I lived over there, one of my local friends said that aloha really is, is it's the translation of I open my heart and send love out to you. So back to you. Thank you all for being here today with us. You know, share share this with your friends, with family, anybody you think could could use some of the teachings of, you know, the the wisdom of, of shamanism coming through in, in our daily life. So thank you. And if you're interested in doing, you know, actual ceremony with, with Tom, um, you can learn more about him at drpinkston.com. So thank you, Poppy. Love you. Love you. Aloha all. Love you all. Thank you all for being here. Thanks again for joining us today. Make sure to check back regularly for more inspiration. And if you enjoyed this, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review on Apple Podcasts telling us what you learned. Also, share it with a friend via text or email. Remember, most of all, you are a sacred, worthy, luminous being. And we are so thrilled to share this regenerative journey with you.